Yeah, what's up, Adam? You know, when we record a string of these things, you got a carbo load. Yeah, you're eating my trail mix again, buddy. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Brought to you by Open Studio. Man, I feel so much better. Thank you for uh, sharing that trail mix with me. Eh, no, no problem. It's a little snacks. Z it with trends, a Z. trends sweet, that trail it mix. It does trend sweet. But that's not the sweet. That one does not have actual Milky Way bars in it. It's some <laughs> of them. I like the ones with like Reese's Pieces. They're like almonds, chocolates, yeah. and more chocolates. Yeah. You know? But, it's really uh, like the, the most calories you can get for the weight if you are a professional hiker. That's right. However, I, mean, I sit at a piano all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, it's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about help. Help. I need somebody. My practice routine isn't working. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is going to be a little bit of a, a self-help Bit, maybe a bit of a, of a motivational episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. Yep. You can do it. You can do it, yeah. yeah. You, you are know, somebody. If your practice routine is stalling out, you know, yep. what are some techniques, what are some tips we can give to maybe help get you back on track? Yep. Uh, has this ever happened to you? I'm sure it does. Yes, it has. In fact, I was just going to say, I think that this cry for help has happened to every jazz player. Yeah, frequently, point, every probably. I mean, yeah, and, and certainly um, the frequency can be there. And so I think that's maybe the first thing when you feel like that. Like and I'm, what I'm thinking about with this is, you know, maybe you put in a new routine or you've got a routine going and it's working and then all of a sudden it's not working. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it just doesn't work from when you start. Um, either, either one can happen. And what that is is I think the practice routine. And that's why, I, you know, well, I'll just say like a practice routine has to be fluid. Yep. Like it's certainly – Maybe you get lucky and you have a certain routine and that works for six months, exactly like it is. That would be a long time. That would be a long time. Um, but even like how you evaluate and, and monitor its you know, effectiveness, that has to be fluid and you have to be very attentive to that so that you can make – I don't think it's a matter of like totally redoing things if you're paying attention. It's like readjusting, having different things that you can pull in and out is the key because you never want to get to that help. My whole routine isn't working. Maybe it's like help. I'm missing out on this or whatever. Yeah. But there are times when you just have to kind of do a wholesale, let's redo it, let's, let's, let's break everything down, let's whiteboard up a whole new thing. Absolutely. You know, we get asked a lot about, like, how do I know uh, when to move on or how do I know if I've learned it right or, or, you know, and this kind of falls to me in the same category as this help my practice routine isn't working. Because the answer is, and you you had mentioned you kind of like um, – you you uh, f you listen to your body, you know. Like, have you ever? And I'm sure you haven't. But have you ever like gotten a little? Uh, maybe you're out on the road. You're eating a little too much, like decadent food. You're maybe having one you too. Have it. It's literally my <laughs> daily routine on the road. You yeah. have one too many cocktails at night, right. and then eventually, you know, if you keep that up for like you know, ten, fourteen, thirty-five. Nights in a row. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, your body starts giving you right. signs. And Not you if you're pay 22. Attention. Not if you're 22. But if you're 42, yes. But your body will start kind of giving you clues that like, yo, I can't do this. Right. You know, right. this is not me I'm anymore. still alive. Yeah. But <laughs> and so that, that idea of paying attention yes. to your body in that regard. But I think on the practice routine is paying attention to your mind, paying attention to your creative mind, to yep. also to your body. Your body can definitely go through stress yep. if you're doing the same thing repetitively. Yep. But really, if you feel like you are not absorbing things, if you're not connecting to the things you're practicing, yep. to me, that's the, like, 
first red flag of like, all right, it's time to switch something up. Yeah. You know, whatever that is. Well, this is great because I just realized from what you said, the answer to this number one can be listen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which we always love to do that. Listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which it is. We haven't like, done the number to, one listen in a, we quite a while, actually. Right. But yeah. So like listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to what sounds are coming out of your instrument yeah. as you practice. But I think like if you're to that point of help, my practice routine isn't working, um, and you've kind of checked to make sure, wait, wait, are you sure it's not working? Because we, we got to remember, too, that having an effective practice routine does not mean that every day you're going to get better. Right. Or at least that you're going to feel like you're getting better. I think every day you f- should feel like you're making progress, but there's an inevitable, you know, hill, you know, what do they call valleys and valleys and Pe- hills? Peaks and valleys. Peaks yeah. and valleys, yeah. those yeah. two, you know. <laughs> and um, so sometimes, you, you know, as you get more attuned to what your your development is and how you respond to things, and it's basically as you get older, yeah, like you get a better assessment of that because sometimes when you're younger, you can actually be making progress and not realize that you are because you don't have the patience. Yet. That's right. So we want to first make sure that the help is a real help, you know, because I, to me, it, there's always some level of like progress, even if it's kind of a maintenance or reviewing kind of stage, that's still progress in some ways. But if you evaluate it in terms of, can I do something that I couldn't have done at the beginning of the day? Maybe not. doesn't mean it's an ineffective practice day or practice routine, but you want to be checking. Now, as weeks go by, you should be making progress in specific areas. But most of these areas, especially as you get better, the the grading gets very small. So you have to have that patience to kind of push through that and not get that feedback from yourself. But if you are working on something specific or you're, you have a practice routine, you've been working, and maybe you've tried switching it up, there are some things you might consider trying yep. to see if it can be more effective. And, hey, listen, we're always trying to optimize everything we're doing with right. any of this stuff. So, right. you know, and the first is, is, I think, is a little bit of reflection, mm-hmm. right, to maybe, like, make an account of am I, not, am I actually not making progress? Because, you, like you said, you might be and you don't even you just don't see right. it, you know. Right. So maybe like do a little bit of a, of a numbers crunch on, you know, can I do this? Can I do this in this yep. key? Can I do this at this tempo? And if you can do that again better in a few weeks, then your routine is working. Right. Right. Know? Yeah. It might not be able to be measured on a daily or certainly hourly basis. Yeah. And with our you know current society, it's like everything has to happen right away. And this music hasn't really changed, like how we access it makes it feel like it's changed and like what it takes to play it because of the technology that's available, what we can hear, the knowledge and information we can get from all around the world immediately. It's like, wow, everything can be sped up. But the reality of it is the whole 10,000 hours thing, which, you know, I don't necessarily believe in totally, but the concept that it takes a lot of hard work and experience and grit to get through that. And that process is actually what builds you into a interesting and, and, and potentially great improviser. That's right. There's not really a shortcut for that. So no. the better, now, having said that, if you're like, help, my practice routine isn't working, if you're using as kind of your metrics that I want to become a great player, I am patient, I, then, and you're measuring it by those things, then that's fine. Make the adjustments to make sure that's happening. But remember that process and that grit and the, that ear training yep. and all these things that you acquire in the process, that's where it's at. That's where the magic's at. And so it's not going to be like, man, I did all the things that you said to do and I still can't play fast. It's like, okay, no, these elements that we recommend have to be put together. They have to be practiced thoughtfully, and then they have to be repeated and practiced a shit ton of times. There's just no way around that. Years and years. I mean, there there is no getting around that. So if you're feeling like, oh, I'm not making progress and it's frustrating you, 
I would say then a couple of things is, is really try to switch it up. Like really, yeah. really, like I've been working on technique for the past month or so. I've been mm -hmm. really like going at scales and arpeggios and different ways to do it pretty hard. And I hit a wall and yep. as I've done dozens, if not scores of times in my career here. And so like this week, I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing all transcribing this week, all at your nice. training. I'm just bringing my headphones with me wherever I go. I'm getting this solo. I'm getting this orchestration that I want to learn. That's smart. You know That's what smart. I mean? And then I'll come back to the technique stuff in a couple weeks. It'll be fresh. It's so smart. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of had then what you I didn't realize that recently a help my practice routine isn't working moment. Uh, I just was feeling like I wasn't as, for me, when I, when I pay attention to my sort of flow with this, yeah. if I'm not able to concentrate, if I'm not, if I'm not excited about what I'm practicing, if yeah. I'm not like coming out with good feelings and good ideas, it might be time for me to, to it might be just getting stale and then I'll see diminished returns because I'm not focused as right. I should be. So I love practicing the diminished returns, man. The diminished returns oh. are very and the augmented scale. returns are even better. <laughs> but no. you know what I'm saying where it's like switching it up can sometimes yeah. really kick you I think you that's really you. smart. I think once you get to a high level like you're at, you can, I would say for a beginner or even intermediate, you have to be a little bit careful because there's still important elements that you just kind of have to do to work through and that you can't totally let go of. But once you've got all the essential stuff, I mean, not to say that, you know, you're not trying to still work on things and yeah, progress, yeah. but you can afford to kind of abandon, not abandon technique, but like put that to the side. And I think that's a smart way to, because you're going to be so much more effective, efficient and happier in your practice when you're doing something that you're feeling good about. And that's that adjustment. Help, what do I, my routine, change up the routine. Totally. Change up the routine. And we, there's enough things we need to work on. And you have the advantage. I mean, yeah, ideally we're working on every, you know, element of music, the five elements or whatever. We've identified exactly 20% each day, but that's not the way our minds, I mean, there might be one day out of the month when your mind works like that. Yeah. And that's the a, other days, it's not working like that. I think that. that's a great routine, the five, you know, the five that are, um, that's great for like an intermediate player. Right. I think to hit those right. things because you you can progress on all of them and you fairly need quickly. To. I mean, like you, you, you kind of need to, like to to get those elements better to to fit in the pieces. But once yeah. you have them, um, it's more like refinement. I think this kind of really focused practice, and that's also why. And I think that you know we we've stayed pretty true to this. We're we're much more regimented at the beginner level, and then still some at the intermediate level. And look, there's you know certainly big gray areas as far as when you're moving in and out of these. And less so with the advance in terms of what we preach about a practice routine. Yeah. And we're a lot more about the, like, get into the flow state when you're at the yeah. advanced level. Because we've seen individually and we've seen in others, like, rapid progress when you're doing that. And that's what an effective practice routine is about. Yeah, you get to a point where you can be regimented in the session. Yeah. And then your kind of day-to-day can yeah. be where, where you're feeling it a little more when you, the more advanced you get. But, you know, what's funny too about this is, is, you know, I'm day one into, you know, this ear training week that I'm going to do. And I was transcribing the solo and I already unlocked a technique thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I'm going to take with me in a couple of weeks when I go back to it, that I was yep. like, oh, that's that sound that and I you was, can make a note of it. it totally, and then, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, and I think too, that what you're going to see is, you know, and I, I've definitely experienced this and, and I'll forget and then remember the next time it happens is if you do an intensive, you know, technique thing, ear training, vocabulary, w whatever it is you're concentrating, then you're like almost burnt out on it or about to be. And that's another key is like you start to learn before you get to that help my, you know, like right before because you know it's coming, yep. you know, yep. and then you can make that adjustment. That's that kind of mature practicing. But um, your gains will continue technically because now you got time for it to marinate like when you're sleeping and you know it's like you're thinking about things and you're like oh i gotta write that down but there's certain things you think about i don't know for me i'm just like i don't even have to write it down like that's 
so smart or, or not smart, but like, like someone will say something or I'll read something yeah. and I'm like, I'm not even going to write that. I'm like, I know even with all the other crap, that'll come back. Yep. And so I think like certain things, especially practicing technique or whatever, or it's like, you know, you go to the gym and work out and then you look at your muscles, you're like, ugh, they're not really any bigger. <laughs> but you wake up the next morning, you're like, ba bow Totally. Yeah, That's yeah. after that steroids. Yeah. Too, though. <laughs> but, no, but I mean, you know, as you're sleeping, you're growing, you're That's growing true. and it's happening. And then as you're doing your ear training, the technique stuff is starting to have its chance to manifest itself in actual music now. So those, those gains continue. You never stop and just evaluate yourself there and it's a static thing. We're always moving forward. Yeah, and I, I think another kind of um, cure for burnout, and uh, this is one you have to be careful with, but that's to take some time off. I mean, if yeah. you're really feeling like you're not able to make any progress, you're beating your head against the wall, getting right. very frustrated, step away from the instrument for a while. Yeah. A couple days, even a week if you have to. Like, yep. You know, you don't want to get in the habit of not being connected to your instrument, I think. But, right. Um, I mean, I remember when I, like, first started taking some time off from the instrument when I was, like, when I was really got into playing and I was a kid, the only time would be when we take, like, a road trip or something um, with my, my family. And even then, I was so obsessed with it. Like, we would stop and I'd go to, like, some church and practice or play or whatever. But, like, I remember for, like, a couple of days being away from the piano or a week and then coming back and I was, like, kind of like, wow but i had this the, the instrument felt different like in a, such a unique way than when you're hitting it every day it's true it's like you really i mean that's an example of your mind's kind of taking over um some other elements you know things that you're working on continue you don't lose i mean you lose a little bit of you know agility maybe but i i mean definitely more at the beginner level that's why it's always like do a little bit each day but what you gain in terms of insight and perspective and freshness coming to the instrument is is, is great so true yeah well, this is great, man. Yep. Help. <laughs> I like the title. Did we save them? <laughs> I don't think so, but hopefully we, uh, we gave you some fresh ideas. Hopefully of, we threw you a little musical life raft. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Ways to, to switch it up and maybe uh, break through that wall if, you're, right. uh, if you're trying to get Now, through. we haven't talked about something in a few days. Well, with that? Ofi- well officially, we're not big <laughs> on the ratings and reviews anymore. We're not? No. We heard it from up top at Open Studio. Stop with all the, the yearning for the adulation. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't you up top at Open well, Studio? Well, <laughs> no, apparently not. I thought I was because I would have kept doing it. But uh, as it turns out, we do care. We care deeply. <laughs> not about us. It's not about us. It's about our lovely listeners. All right. But we get a little international love, which is always fun because we see the stats. We know folks are out there, but for some reason, you know, I mean, USA is our highest listenership, but we have a lot. We're in like a bunch of other countries, uh, 40-something countries, I believe, right? Yeah, we're in... No, we're in more than that. Oh, we're more than that. Yeah. The podcast? Yeah, we're in like 50-something. Okay. I don't know. Yo, yo, we go worldwide. What? I don't have the numbers in front of me, boss. <laughs> but um, Jorgensen. <laughs> Jorgensen, give me those numbers. Uh, but So we got a little love from the UK. That's awesome. This was a review on iTunes, and uh, the title is um, Plus Another Seven Stars from the UK. Love listening to this on my commute to work in the morning. And then an emoji of, what do you call that? A, uh, okay A-O-K. sound? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, A-OK. A-OK. Used cars. By Villa Barani from UK of Great Britain That's and great. Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That was kind of our last one. Five stars. Thank but you. But seven stars in the title. We love that. Thank that you very much. Makes us feel even more important. Than we, we do should. ask, uh, if we're going to talk ratings and reviews, we do ask for at least seven stars. Now, this is impossible, as we all know. Well, you say it's impossible, yet I keep seeing it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. You know, leave it in the the subject, the title of the review, and the review itself. We've had as many as ten and a half. We've had infinite ones, but that's just yeah. So you're saying leave seven, but I don't think you should be so 
um, dictatorial. I think we that require, we ask. We politely, ask. Politely, politely. No, but that's if they like it. If they don't like it, do sex. That's, that's <laughs> fine. No problem. We, we, we can take constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. Six stars. Yeah. So we had one more uh, a couple days before. I, I love the name of this person. It's from Doodoo Stick. From, <laughs> of course, the USA. Too, yeah, yeah Doodoo Stick. Doodoo Stick. Um, I'm thinking like the Dookie Stick, I'm hoping. Right? Yeah. Um, fun and informative, five stars. I really like, come on, five stars? Really? Okay, it's all good. I really like this podcast. It's a great way to learn new ways of approaching jazz performance and discover new to me music. And it helps make my commute to work pleasurable. Hey, everyone's commuting out here. I like that. That's what I'm saying, man. We commute. You we listen commute. to podcasts when you commute? I listen to, sometimes I listen to this podcast you when know I what? commute. I'm ashamed to say I do too. <laughs> I just want to check the quality more than anything. I like to be, enter- I'm kind of entertained <laughs> by it. I'm not going to lie. But I, the, uh, my commute is my number one podcast absorption time. Why? For, you know, my, I like a lot of like comedy podcasts, murder mystery podcasts. That kind Why? Of stuff. Man, you're classy. Well, classy enough, man. That's right. Hashtag classy. Well, hashtag you'll hear it. Thank you.